Welcome to Vulva Speaks, Voices from the Vulva. I just want to figure it out. I want to learn yeah. what other people view of that issue. Yeah, you're and... not scared of that, which is <laughs> Don't eat them. Don't eat the poppy seeds. <laughs> I just picture myself as a crazy, long, gray-haired, witchy woman mm-hmm. who's like <laughs> stewing concoctions over the open flame in her cauldron. <laughs> Getting out there a little bit and slowly though, you know, just mm-hmm. picking and choosing how I want to go out into the world right now. And I'm excited about that. Welcome to our first episode or introduction of our Vulva Speaks podcast. I'm Sarah. And I'm Nikki. And we're so excited to be finally doing this, bringing this to you from the red tent. And um, today we're just going to talk about who we are, what we're doing, and why we're doing it. Yeah, and we'll tell you a little bit about what we want to offer with this podcast and who we are and how we met. And it's just a little taste for you. Yeah, a little <laughs> juicy nugget. <laughs> so should we start with our cycle check-in? Okay, yeah. That's okay. a great idea. Okay. Um, I am on day three of my menstrual cycle. So I'm feeling a little bit more energetic than yesterday on my day one. And I, it's a good day to be doing this because I do feel like I'm starting to come out of my shell a bit and wanting to talk so yeah I'm feeling good I'm not as sore and I'm not as tired so I'm feeling that upward climb into the next phase we'll see yeah awesome Mm -hmm. I am on day 18 Mm, so I'm in my (laughs) inner autumn I've got lots of energy and um yeah I'm like focused on my own projects Mm -hmm. which is why it worked so well for me to be here, but I'm like, yes, me and my time. Yeah. <laughs> and it was easy for me to leave the house today. Mm-hmm. I was just like, nope, this is what I'm doing. See ya. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know um, what the heck we're talking about, um, you'll find out in the next podcast, our next episode, we're going to really dive deep. I'm going to be interviewing Nikki about menstruality awareness and how to track your cycle. Hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we'll do a little how are you check-in so how are you feeling today? um yeah I I mentioned how I was with my cycle check-in and I'm excited to be doing this and the birds are chirping right now outside it's so um sunny we're sitting in the pretty river red tent facing the big bay window of the river right now so it feels really nice I feel really excited too that this is coming to life like this little idea of ours to do a podcast and to call it Vulva Speaks. Yeah, I know. It's all the good stuff coming to fruition. Yeah. How are you feeling? Yeah, I feel the same way. I'm really excited. And I think because I have so many ideas all the time and often they don't end up going anywhere. So I love the idea process, Mm -hmm. but it's the actual like doing something like, all right, now you're going to take that and you're going to run with it. Um, and the fa- fact that we're doing this together, there's more accountability. Yes. So it feels really good. Like we're actually doing this. So yeah. I'm 
I am doing well. I'm very excited. Yeah, I feel like yeah. doing it with a partner definitely got it going more because yeah. we would like be like, okay, we're going to do it next week. And then one of us couldn't. Then the, another, the next person would be like, oh, okay, well, then we're doing it Monday. Let's do it Monday. So <laughs> yeah. today's Monday and we both are here. So it feels good. Yes. I think I've had like a YouTube channel in... <laughs> Like, I have a full, in my mind, my YouTube channel is amazing, and I've got, like, 20,000 subscribers, but I have one video, and it's about 30 seconds long, <laughs> zero subscribers, and I'm pretty sure zero views. Oh, well, I will su- subscribe Yay. and view it tonight. So. <laughs> It'll build your audience. Yes, amazing. Uh, okay, so tell me about yourself, Sarah. Oh. Who are you? Where do you live? What okay. do you do? Yeah, all stuff. Okay. Um. So I live in Kimberly in the Beaver Valley, and um, there I have three children, whom I, I, I use the word homeschool very loosely. Um, we really unschool or preschool or life learn or whatever you want to call it. Um, and we have a few acres out there surrounded by woods. And um, I'm a herbalist there. I've also been a photographer for a long time, which I'm slowly phasing out as the herbalism starts ramping up. And that's really exciting. It's like a last year, 2020, was such an exciting, fun year for me. And I know it's also been crazy and um, depressing in a lot of ways. But there's been like this energy of like creation, Mm. which has been really awesome. And this year, I feel like. The little baby, the little seeds I planted last year, and I feel like I'm speaking for you too. Yeah. <laughs> the seeds we both planted last year for our businesses, they're, it's like they're little tiny seedlings now. Mm-hmm. They're actually like popping out of the ground and yeah, they're mm-hmm. just being nurtured. And I feel like I want to say a couple things to that. Like the first is I almost feel like because of what's been going on with the pandemic, it almost gave us a reason to be able to dive fully into this because yeah. it almost like weeded out all the bullshit yeah <laughs> that goes yeah. on in life you know because yeah. we all the distractions yeah all the distraction that's a great yeah. way to put it um so I feel like it was in a sense like almost a gift which I think yeah. some people have felt and I don't mean to be insensitive obviously it yeah. was hard for people and it all, also us but yeah. um there was part of it that just made you be able to like strengthen your focus narrow your focus into that yes yeah all my photography was canceled yes I do primarily weddings so (laughs) that's the that whole like industry crashed hard um and it allowed me to really focus on my herbalism so um I started my own company called bloom botanicals and I make all kinds of fun products and it's evolving all the time so it's a lot of um, herbed honeys and facial serums and body oils. Um, although I did have a psychic reading not that long ago where this oh, really? woman was like, I think that you need to be creating more like intricately formulated, medicinal, mm. purposeful, like real medicine mm-hmm. stuff, which I've been, that's kind of my end. Like I think it's yeah. my end goal. That's what I'm working towards. But I, I want to keep my options so open. I I don't want to have this idea of what the business needs to be and how I have to get there. Mm -hmm. I'm just trying to keep it like as I have a successful business and it's working with plants and medicine. Right. You know, so I'm, I'm not being particular about how I get there, but it is really, really fun formulating and 
Yeah. Yeah. It's such an organic business for you because you're like following the seasons and what's growing near you and and what is needed in your life and what you're inspired by. So that's what I want. Yeah. What I would want to use. Yeah. And then also everything is really small batch. So some things I only make 15 items of and other things I can make more because it's I can do it with dried herbs. And so I can do it through the winter. But most of the herbs I'm using, I'm using for my own property or gathered locally so there is kind of a limit on how much I can make mm-hmm. and then I can buy herbs from other organic herb farms in the area which is great as well um, but I'm trying to keep it to my own garden as much as I can mm-hmm. and I'm planting more and more so that I can harvest my own and you have such a beautiful garden oh it's so beautiful it's like heaven being there walking around yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. and I'm like I have a little orchard I planted and I'm trying to grow all these herbs now between the, the fruit trees. My mm-hmm. dream is to have like that whole front part, just like crazy, wild, haired, <laughs> witchy woman mm-hmm. who's like <laughs> stewing concoctions over the open flame in her cauldron. <laughs> I, I can see it very clearly. <laughs> That's all I want. But you're doing it. The only difference is your hair is still red. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So what about you? What are you? Tell me all about you. Um, so I am. I live in the Pretty River Valley, which is interesting. You live in sister the Sister Valley. Yeah, yeah sister we're valleys. like two valleys apart. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which seems really far, but it's just like 30, 30 minutes, 30 minutes 30. away. Um, and I live on a small little homestead, which is my dream home. It's what I like pictured living on when I was a child. And my house is exactly what I pictured it to be as a child, which is so interesting. Um, just lots of bedrooms and it's one of those endless farmhouses. Yeah. Yeah. Those farmhouses that have like room upon room yeah. for the seventeen children yes. they had. <laughs> yeah, there's so many rooms and they're so full of like so much stuff and not necessarily hoard hoard hoarder territory, but <laughs> max I like to call myself a maximalist instead of a minimalist. Yes, and <laughs> Didn't you refer to yourself as a hobby collector? Yes, and I Which collect I hobbies. Which I love. Yeah. I collect hobbies as well, <laughs> yeah. and that makes it so much better, especially in this world of minimalism. I know. I'm like, but I, I don't want to give up all But these I can't give traps. away the beehives. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm a hobby collector. I just, like, love learning new things and diving deeply into them and learning all about them and... And even then teaching them to other people, then either moving on or continuing to keep it in my life if I absolutely love it. Um, so, yeah, I'm kind of an amateur gardener and I am an amateur beekeeper and I love I'm an artist and I embroider and print make and I just love all of the things. Um, and I'm very like I'm a rookie. I would never say herbalist, but I'm a rookie witch. <laughs> <laughs> I love like just you know finding herbs and learning about them and learning through Sarah and books and making my own salves and not on the scale of what Sarah is doing. I'm and for me it's more for me and for my family and for fun and I there's so much you get so much value of growing something and making something out of it. Yeah. So with food too and stuff. Yeah. But um and I also have three children, three daughters, um twelve, ten, and eight. And they are just the coolest humans in the world, um, who I unschool, um, which we'll talk about in a future podcast of what that crazy word is. 
Um, and so basically we live, we learn through living and live through learning. Um, and I just recently this year, this year, last year, oh gosh, time is such a, just slips through your fingers <laughs> right now. No idea what day it is, what year it is. Um, last year, I think in August, was that last year? Yes. <laughs> Day three, people. This is what happens. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah, So last year, I. It's weird to even say this. The phrase I started a business because, I just wanted to build a red tent in my yard, and it. And I knew I wanted to teach people about their menstrual cycles, and I took a a course on, um, a leadership course on menstrual cycle awareness, and it just became a huge passion of mine, which we'll talk about more in another podcast but um yeah so I had this vision for many years that I wanted to have a red tent in my yard which is um somewhere for women to gather and um sink into the wisdom of their menstrual cycles and I I did it (laughs) I just I built my husband and I and some family um help from family we built a red tent in our on our property and yeah, it's been an incredible, like, organic, easy, in the sense, like, I didn't have to, like, struggle to get this idea together. It's not, that's why I feel funny calling it a business, because it's, like, this passion and this need in my community that I just sort of came out of me, and it's, I'm turning it into a business because it's needed and it's a lot of work. Mm -hmm. So I definitely want to make sure I'm not just draining my family of resources to be able to offer this. Um, But it feels still feels funny calling it a business. So I'm not sure if that's my own stuff I need to work on or if it's because it's way bigger than a business. Yeah, I think that um, I think people can often have a certain idea about what business represents. Yeah. In that it's like a money driven, mm-hmm. you know, operation. Yeah. And something that's like um, providing us with money to survive. And it's not really like that, but maybe it will be someday kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. But it's, it is a, it's like, to me, I feel like it's bigger than a business because it's yeah. like um, a movement. Yes. You know, it is part of a movement. Yeah. Isn't it? And this new awakening. Yeah to what menstruality awareness is yeah and I just feel like I'm just the channel for it and it's um and my daughters are it's for them and it's for all my friends and the women in my community that I'm meeting and um so yeah yeah so that's taken up a lot of my last couple years um just dreaming that and bringing Mm -hmm. it to life and um yeah so that's that's an intro to me. Yeah. And we met yes. through an unschooling group that you started on Facebook for mm-hmm. the Collingwood area. Because mm-hmm. Nikki is just outside of Collingwood, and I'm not too far away. Um, so I joined up, and I went to someone's house, and there was just three women there plus me, so four, four women. And Nikki came in with her girls, and she was just like the coolest woman. <laughs> oh my god! I've ever met. I don't remember. I think you were wearing like this like hippie headband <laughs> and this flowy dress, and your three girls came in, and they were all wearing totally different kinds of outfits, but like 
obviously like self-styled but like <laughs> thoughtfully styled but in like you know a childlike way mm-hmm. and you just like walked in with like I think you had like baskets <laughs> with snacks and stuff and you swooped in and I was like there's the love of my life <laughs> there's my soul sister <laughs> yeah and so we met that way and then yeah. you hosted some gatherings and then we were we got we were fast friends. We were like, fast friends. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. I don't do like small talk. So when I meet someone, I'm, I like dive right into like body image issues and like <laughs> yeah. God and if he's there. Like it's just religion and oppression and like yeah. let's get dirty to it. Like I just I was like, like I'm ready. Yeah, <laughs> bring it. <laughs> so yeah, we became fast friends. I yeah. remember like almost like on one of the very first times we hung out it was just you and I you were taking photos oh, yeah. you were doing that unschooling project yeah, for that magazine photo project that's right and you came and took photos of my family the kids just playing in the river naturally and but we like got deep talking about some amazing stuff and I was just like yeah Sarah's my girl like this this will be this will yeah. be easy <laughs> yeah and you really like you really opened my eyes. I've had some great kind of like mentors and I, you've really kind of become one of my mentors, especially with like the way that you parent Mm. with your girls. So just, um, I remember you talking about unschooling, which I had already had kind of like an unschooling mentor before, but then she, uh, we moved far away, but she's the one that introduced the idea to me. Mm -hmm. So I was looking into it and then I met you and you were applying it not just to education but to life in general and mm-hmm. blowing my mind and <laughs> you asked me questions that like nobody has ever asked that I've never even thought of I was like oh my gosh I've never I've never questioned why I do that with my children mm-hmm. you know why I would make them eat everything on the plate mm-hmm. like is that really necessary and why you know and it's really really interesting and it's funny like honestly I feel like I have those conversations not because I know the answers it's because I don't know you know yeah, what I mean? and you like when you ask you're very yeah, like honest it's always asking. like I'm like, always inquiring and what, and I, yeah and, and Joelle too right your yeah. husband so I remember him saying we were having this conversation together about food and he said so what do you do if your children don't eat like if they don't eat everything on your plate I'm like oh well like and when I said it out loud, like I said, well, I've been telling them lately, well, I guess you're just going to have to sit here. I'll bring your blanket and your pillow, you know, and it's like an empty threat, totally. Yeah. But um, they believe me. And so then they finished, they would finish off their mm-hmm. plate. And he was like, interesting. And I realized as I said it, I'm like, that sounds horrible. <laughs> that sounds we were both so like, like, okay, interesting. We don't do that. No, no. <laughs> oh my god, I need to go home and really reassess what I'm doing around food. I feel like I the things that are hard in life, yes. and I've said this to you before, like food is, we'll talk about this again, oh, yeah. you know, food stuff and, um, and mood, that's what brought me to menstrual cycle awareness, my own mental health and all that. I feel like the things I struggle with when I hit something that's uncomfortable and it's like, it's something that I I have a hard time with it's something I want to dive into it makes makes me uncomfortable it means I need to lean into it so that's why I'm always talking about things that with people that are deep and uncomfortable because like 
I just want to figure it out. I want to learn yeah. what other people view of that issue. Yeah, you're and... not scared of that, which is amazing. Yeah, I'm like drawn to it. Yeah. I have always grew up with this idea, like, if you feel discomfort in an area, just push through it. Like, oh, yeah. you're uncomfortable with that? It must mean you need to just do it more, and then right. you'll be comfortable with it. Right, or try harder. Or try right. harder, yeah. or whatever that thing is, like, toughen up buttercup and yeah. work through it. And then I remember you telling me about that, and that shot sent, like, shockwaves through me. Like, you look at it? <laughs> uh, I've been, like, closing my eyes, head down, barrel through. I thought that was, like the way that you're supposed to do it yeah i shine a light on it you're like, shine hmm, a spotlight on it why is there a discomfort here <laughs> let me look around like let me be curious which yeah. is awesome yeah and i think that's um you know it's part of the reason that we're here and we're making this podcast is yes having exactly. these conversations having difficult conversations uncomfortable conversations yeah um, but in a really curious way. For sure. And I feel like whenever Sarah and I have chats, we were always like, oh my gosh, we should be recording this. It's, yeah. And not because we know a lot, but because we're just we're asking questions, being curious, not afraid to say the wrong thing on yeah. accident and then learn about why. And yeah. um, also we both have so many hobbies, some that <laughs> are intertwined together, lots that um, complement each other. Yeah. And we're also very different in many ways. And it's yeah it's I, we are excited to create a podcast where we can just have these really deep great yeah. conversations about life and being a womb haver in this world mm -hmm. raising children um running passionate idea businesses and yeah. evolving through that and we also have tons of amazing women in our lives that yeah that we're going to interview yeah. i'm so excited me too me too um so should we we can wrap it up with um just talking about what what are you super excited about right now in your life oh uh oh i have my the one year anniversary of my business oh coming yeah up, coming up so oh. by the time this podcast come out, comes out it'll probably be early july or something mm -hmm. so it'll be just having finished but um yeah so i've got the one year anniversary which i have a big new like product launch that's mm. coming out which i am so thrilled about and new ideas are coming to me left right and center so i'm very excited about that and i'm so excited about my garden i know it's i love just standing in the garden like <laughs> watching the plants grow and dave my husband he's just like what are you are you planting out there are you weeding I'm like, no, uh, just being with the plants just standing here with a cup of tea smiling <laughs> like an idiot in my garden like hello lovely <laughs> oh and i made me laugh when i i went to sarah's the other day and I love it when someone wants a tour of my garden. So I'm whenever I go to Sarah's, I'm like, let's go. Let's walk around the garden. She's just like, I love that you just asked me for a tour of my garden. Because I know her. She's the same as me. You work yeah. so hard. And you, yeah. they're your little children. You want to talk about them and show them to people and see yeah. how much they've grown. And yeah. yeah, there's so much invisible work in gardening, right? That there it's is. so nice to like show yeah. show someone yeah, your progress. Yeah, don't just show up out of nowhere. Yeah, I love your garden. Thanks. What are you excited about? Uh, what am I excited about? Hmm. I'm really excited about this podcast that it's actually happening. Mm -hmm. And it's not just like a rumor. <laughs> a rumor <laughs> of a podcast called Volva Speaks. Um, I'm excited about my garden as well. And I'm really excited about the summer. Like mm. um having like we have some fun stuff planned. Like it feels good to be looking forward to fun. Yeah. Like, we have a couple camping trips planned, a couple cottage trips. 
Um, and that just feels really good to be kind of getting out there a little bit and slowly though, you know, just mm-hmm. picking and choosing how I want to go out into the world right now. And I'm excited about that. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, should we pull a card? Yeah. So Nikki's created these amazing cards for menstruality awareness and they're divided into seasons. Yeah, so it's similar to like the tarot way you would pull a card, but it's very menstrual cycle focused. So there's a set of cards for each inner season of the menstrual cycle. Um, and Sarah is in her inner autumn, so she's going to pull a card, which is like an energy of that inner season and see how it speaks to her. Abandon. Oh, that's such a good one. Oh, look at you abandon right now. Um, Or not abandon. You could look at it either way. yeah, I could look at it either way. I feel like abandoning... Um, the shoulds, like mm. any expectations I have on myself. Mm. That's so powerful. Right? Just being like, yeah, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing just gonna, what I need to do. Kind I'm of doing thing. what I need to do. For yourself. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like abandoning like outer responsibilities. Yeah. And you're like, like this, focusing on the podcast, this is like a creative pursuit of yours. It's like yeah. the perfect thing to be doing in your inner autumn. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. Okay, I'm pulling a card from the inner winter because I'm I'm still I I'm gonna give myself a couple more days in the inner winter. Yeah. Um, this one feels good. Oh, rest. Rest. Mm. I rested a lot on my day one. Day two, I did not rest at all. Ah. Uh, yeah. So. You need to catch up. Yeah. So today, we'll I'll I'll fit some rest in today and. That can look like, I know people hear that word and they're like, you know, they picture you laying on your back in your bed, but even like what you just said, having a cup of tea and standing in your garden, like that's rest, right? Yeah. Yeah, or reading on the hammock. Sometimes rest can even be doing what we're doing right now Mm -hmm. because you are letting go of like all the, you're resting from the other responsibilities. For sure. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad I pulled this card because I was, I'm like I said in the beginning of the podcast, I'm feeling a little bit of that climb, but that's yeah. dangerous because dangerous. for you especially because you hit the yeah. ground running when you yeah. feel that hint of energy. I do. I do. Um, and I need that reminder. I'm still just day three. I need yeah. a couple more day days. Day three. Not ready. Rest it up. A couple more days. Mm, I love that. Awesome. <sighs> well... That was a really good introduction, I yeah, think. Yeah, me too. I'm. Thank you so much for tuning in if you did. And um, we're so excited for this amazing podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you have any questions, how are we having people contact us? Oh, we'll post it in the links okay. below in the yeah. show notes. And yeah. yeah, any comments, questions, um, suggestions. Mm-hmm. Maybe something Request. you want to hear us talk about. Yeah. Yeah, please do. And you can find us individually at Pretty River Red Tent yeah. for Nikki and Bloom Botanicals for myself. Yeah, and we're both pretty Instagram focused, but mm-hmm. Sarah's on, we some of our stuff's on Facebook a little bit, but yeah. Instagram is where the action's at. That's right. Mm-hmm. Visual. Yeah. <laughs> Simple. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Vulva Speaks and for gathering with us in the red tent. We'll see you next time.